podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 64. And today is part two of our three-part series on the mental game. Uh, Today I wanted to talk about tips for practices and for competitions and what we need to do with our players both before, during, and after competitions. And not only... uh, practices and competitions, but talking about what we need to do mentally before practices and competitions. So you're practicing for the practice. You're practicing for the competition in the same way that you're going to do a rebounding drill, uh, that we're going to adjust our defense this way if this team is going to run this or that at us. And, And that's the way you need to think of the mental game. So let's talk about practices or competitions. Uh, the first thing you got to do uh, and emphasize to your players is you got to look forward to practice. You got to start visualizing even before you get on the floor what you're going to do that day. Uh, now, with with most of our listeners being high school coaches, you know that's a little bit more difficult because a lot of times our kids are going from uh, eighth period to to practice in the span of about 20 minutes and so uh in the theory of well you know they should be paying attention to their to their last period of the day and whatever subjects being taught there uh, you know that's a little bit hypocritical if we say start focusing on practice at one o'clock when you've got two more periods of school left to go but we do want you to think about it during the day kind of visualize a little bit um but once that bell goes off and once you start leaving that last school period of the day then we start thinking about practice and we start getting ready to go here Um, another important thing is to find a pre-practice or pre-game competition that really really works for you now that's not going to happen just right away that's not going to happen automatically in the first time you do it like oh this works great Emphasize to your players and emphasize to yourself, and all of these things also go to us as coaches, but emphasize to to your players and to yourself that it's going to take some tweaking. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some trial and error to really figure out what works for you. And I also think one of the, 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 the other important thing that you can have with you when it comes to this is what's your mission today? What's going to be your focus? Uh, What is going to be my number one goal going into today's practice? If I'm a player and I say, you know what, I want to play more at the next level, whether it's freshman going to JV, JV going to varsity, you know, who do I need to go after? Today, I'm going after Billy because I want Billy's minutes. And I'm going to, if I get matched up with Billy in a drill, I'm going to go after him like crazy. And I know he loves the spin move. When he starts going left, he's going to go left back to his right. So I've got to be ready for that. And I'm going to mentally prepare when I'm guarding him one-on-one that that's what he's going to do. You know, little things like that. Uh, we as coaches, you have to mentally prepare going into practice that day. What is your mission? What is your mission as as their coach? And as coaches, I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing with your team, hey, here's my mission today. Here's my focus. Here's what I think we need to do to get better today. Okay. Now, once you get into practices and once you get into competitions, you emphasize to your players that the playing time is not within your control. They have no control as to how much the coach is going to play you that night. But what you can control is how you play and how you play the game. How do you do that? You work on trusting yourself in practice. So in order to get that playing time that you desire during competitions, you have to work on trusting yourself during the practices and and drill work and all of those things. 
Learn how to, and this is very difficult for players, especially when it comes to offense affecting defense, but separate both ends of the floor. Now, we're also emphasizing to our players, the better two-way player you are, the more you're going to play. You know, nothing is worse for a coach than to have a roster of eight kids and three or four of them are uh, one-way offensive players and three or four of them are one-way defensive players. And you might have one or two kids that you feel pretty comfortable with their skills on both ends of the floor. That is, that is a tough situation to be in. So you're emphasizing to your, to your players, and I think when it comes to playing time, that's one of the things that you emphasize. Hey, the, the better you are on both ends of the floor, the more playing time that you get. But you emphasize to your players, don't let a mistake on offense affect your defense. Don't let a mistake on defense affect your offense. So, again, that's easier said than, than, than done. But, but when you see success, when you see a kid that misses a shot on offense, but they hustle back and they take a charge or they get a stop on defense, you, st- you stop, you blow the whistle, and you point that out. Hey, that is great mental toughness there that you, you know, Jimmy, you blew an easy shot right there, but you got back and you busted your butt and you got that rebound, you broke up that three on two, whatever the situation may be, right? Shooting, of course, is the thing that affects players more than anything else. Uh, that is the thing that we emphasize. That's the thing that's, that, that they want to do the best. That's the thing that's talked about the most at the, at the dinner table. That is the crux of most of the dinner table issues that we face as coaches. So they focus on their shot. They focus on makes and misses. But what you need to focus on with your players and try to teach them is don't focus on the make or the mix, mix, miss, excuse me. Focus on the mechanics. Focus on your release. Focus on your technique of the shot. Also, don't let one bad shot ruin the next shot, okay? If you miss a shot, move on. Move on to the next play. Next play, next play. Uh, If you feel like your elbow was out on the last one, learn from it, adjust it, and the next time you get that look, whether it's the next possession or 10 possessions from now, then you, you, you subtly remember that and you make that adjustment. You get that elbow in a little bit further and you knock down that shot the next time that team is foolish enough to leave you open. I think this is really, really important. This next point is really important when it comes to mental toughness and mental development. No player is going to play great every time that they're out. And I think one thing that you emphasize to your kids is when things aren't going well for you, you still support the team and you give positive energy, even though inside it may be killing you that you're not playing better or you're not playing as much as you would like to tonight. You need to still give that positive energy to whomever is out on the floor, those five kids that are out on the floor, because when you go back out on that floor, you're going to want that positive energy to come from your bench, okay? Um, Kind of in that same vein, you need to come to practice, ready to practice, and if you're not ready to practice or if you're not having a great practice, you've got to find a way to be mentally tough enough to make this practice a really good practice or a great practice. And the same thing with games. You know, if you're not playing well, you've got to find a way to, to get into it. If you get into a situation where for whatever reason, maybe it's a personal issue, maybe it's an academic issue, uh, you're not into the competition as much as you normally are, you've got to find a way to be mentally tough and work your way through that so that you are going to make a positive out of a negative situation. When it gets down to it, 
really talk to your kids about playing well in short bursts. If every if they're struggling with something, if if they're if things aren't going their way, you can tell a kid is frustrated in practice, or you can tell a kid is frustrated in a competition. You pull them over, you pull them aside. Hey, you know, focus on this play right now. Focus on this next two minutes of the competition. Focus on this shell drill rotation. All that's all you can worry about. Whatever is done is done, and and but right now you've got to get better. And at the same token, it's also important to move on to the next play when things go well. Hey, okay, hey, Becky, you made a great three pointer, but you know what? You were celebrating that three point shot for three seconds. Your gal beat you down the floor because they moved on to the next play and they get a layup. Well, you know what? That three points doesn't do us any good. You've got to move on to that next play. The only thing that you can control is this play, is this sequence right here, right now. And and if everything has gone great up until this point, that doesn't matter. It's about this play right here. And the same thing, if everything hasn't gone well up until this point, it doesn't matter. Focus on this play, right? After a practice, after a competition, I, I think you got to know your kids. I think you got to know your team. Uh, there's there's certain teams that they know and they're mature enough that things have not gone well, and I think it's important that you give them time and space to realize that and and give them a a, a limit. Uh, and if they recover, you give them the benefit of the doubt to try and have them figure it out for themselves. You know, as Coach Meyer used to say, we got to figure it out for ourselves. And sometimes you put in front of the team, hey, you've got to figure this out. This is on you. Um, very often, a, a simple challenge like that, when you're not raising your voice, when you're speaking in the tone that I'm speaking in right now, that puts more of an onus on the kids than freaking out, than making them run, uh, than yelling, kicking, screaming, all of that type of stuff. Hey, it's up to you. Figure it out. You guys have got to figure it out. Now, I'm going to give you an opportunity to figure it out. If you're going to force me to figure it out, you're, you might not like it nearly as much as you would as if you guys figure it out. And every once in a while, you need a team. You need to, 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 to let the kids vent. You need to have them let go of some emotions. And, you know, that, that again, gets, gets, you, you have to know your team. You have to get to know your team. And you have to get to know them as people. Not, it's not an Xbox game. It's a people game. And to have those relationships, to build those relationships with your players, it's important to have that. Um, very often what we do a, a, a a couple of things that we do when it comes to that is I will tell my my leaders or what I perceive to be our leaders or what our kids have told us are our leaders. Hey, you have freedom at any point, at any time to say, hey, coach, we need a timeout here. We need a 30-second timeout or we need a full timeout. And, hey, we stop whatever, go. And they'll bring the team together and they'll talk to them and they'll they'll – Tell them what they need, what they feel like they need to hear. And the more often you allow your team to figure that out. Now, can you do that every day? Probably not, because if you're doing that every day, your team's not very mentally tough. Uh, but if that happens every three weeks or so, that's a good thing. That's a good thing because your players are taking ownership of your team. And when you're talking about the the, the end of the night, after a game is over with, after a competition is over with, uh, for what it's worth, this is what I always tell my teams. If, if we win... I say, hey, we won. That's great. Enjoy it till your head hits the pillow, and then tomorrow we got to get up and get back to work again. If we if we lose, I say, hey, you know what? That stunk. 
let it bother you until your head hits the pillow. And then tomorrow we get back up and we go back to work. And I, and, and that has worked really well for us. Um, players don't dwell on losses for the most part, the same way we do as coaches. They just don't. And that is one thing that I have tried to learn to accept as an adult, uh, probably as an athlete. Well, I don't know if I was an athlete or not, but as a player, I, I, I hung on to, to, to losses, maybe a little bit more than the average person, but most players are going to let that go fairly quickly. What you need to do as a coach is you need to recognize that and have them come in and be ready to work hard the next day. And again, put that on them. Hey, we've got to be ready to practice tomorrow. We're, you guys need to figure this out. We got to come in. We got to do this and that better. We're going to put together a great plan, but let it bother you until your head hits the pillow and let's get back to work tomorrow. And as long as you're consistent with that message, your players are going to understand that. And their mental game will grow the more consistent you are in your message and the way that you teach the mental game. So here's some tips for the mental game when it comes to practices and competitions. Again, thanks for listening. iTunes, uh, you're, you're on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, hope, you know, like, rate, review, give us a five-star review. We want to help coaches hone their craft. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me at penandanapkin at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at a pen and a napkin. Don't forget our first annual coaches clinic, uh, Saturday, May the 1st. It's coming quick. Uh, Fort Calhoun High School, Fort Calhoun, Nebraska, just 15 minutes north of downtown Omaha. So come out and and enjoy some great speakers. It's going to be a great day. Coaches, as always, let's stay safe, let's pray for peace, and let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.